Thank you, Ian. We have uh, been focusing on uh, the birth of our Savior. And uh, in Matthew, we've been doing the confessionals. This time, I want to look at uh, Jesus' seven sayings from the cross. Um, MacArthur's book on the seven sayings of the cross were helpful to understand uh, these a little better, so it might be hard to follow all of them because they're scattered throughout the Gospels. But the first one is from Luke 23, 34, which says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. What a fascinating statement. It's likely that Jesus utters this just almost inconceivable request while the cross was laying flat on the ground and the Roman soldiers are pounding stakes into his wrist. So for the believer, forgiveness is available for any offense. Have you forgiven others for the sins that they have committed against you? Go into 2021 free from that sin of unforgiveness and follow the example of our Savior who while being nailed to the cross cries, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They knew what they were doing, but maybe not the magnitude of, the, of killing the, the, the Son of God. Luke 23, uh, 42, 43 is the second one. It says, truly I say to you, today you shall be with me in paradise. He says that to the thief on the cross. What a great picture of justification by grace alone. This thief and you and me have no merit, no good works, nothing earned, only a gift, only a free gift. So do you need a Savior? Repent like that thief on the cross. Race to the cross of our Lord Jesus and enjoy that free gift of salvation that he knew probably for only a few minutes before he was with um, Jesus in paradise. Number three, John 19, 26 and 27. Jesus says, woman, behold your son. And then he says to his disciple, John, behold your mother. Jesus' whole life taught us about relationships with God and about others. And here, even in great agony, the greatest of agony, Jesus cared about relationships, his mom in particular. Are we committed to honor our parents and the loved ones as we head into 2021? Look to the cross for that model and the strength to love others well. Matthew 27, 46 and Matthew 15, 34 and Mark 15, 34 have this next one. Um, and it may be the most impacting to me out of all seven. Jesus Christ, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As Mark has reminded us often, because Christ was forsaken by God, he will never leave or forsake his adopted children. Have you and I meditated and pondered this immense truth that baby Jesus grew up and he took the wrath of God that you and I deserve? The substitutionary death of Christ must be continually on our minds. The substitutionary death of Christ has to be continually on our minds day and night if we're going to bring God the maximum glory that he truly deserves. Do we um, consider that death often and the substitutionary nature of it. Number five is just two words, John 19, 28. I thirst. This saying helps us to understand Christ's humanity. This is what we celebrated at Christmas. Jesus truly becoming a man with the same needs and even the same temptations like any man, yet was without sin, like Scott reminded us last week. Do we appreciate that great love of God? 
that would send his only son and that incredible humility of our Savior that he humbled himself to die to even um, a death on the cross. Number six, John 19.30. It is finished. No one can ever or will ever add to the finished work of Christ. Our most righteous act is like filthy rags. Are you trying to earn God's favor? Trust Christ instead. The work is finished and his righteousness has been imputed into your account. Have you trusted Christ alone and um, put aside all of what we feel like are good works, which are truly just filthy rags? And then number seven. And this comes from Luke 23, 46. Father, into my hands I commit my spirit. We're closer now than we've ever been to breathing our last and entering our true home. Unending and likely ever-increasing joy awaits those who have trusted Christ. Um, Jesus cried, Father, into my hands I commit my spirit. Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we can fix our eyes not on what's seen, but on what's unseen. What's, un what's seen's temporary, what's unseen's eternal. Do you long to be with Jesus? Let me give you a second. And uh, there's seven of those questions there. They probably might not have time to confess all seven of them, but maybe some of them um, you can bring before the Lord. And I'll close this. Let's pray. Gracious Father, Christmas is such a great time of year. Scott reminded us so well last week of uh, your great love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ would come um, as a baby uh, in the most uh, humble way. Um, and then, Lord, he would uh, live for 33 perfect years um, to that he could impute those, that perfect righteousness uh, into, into our account, into the account of those who will trust him. Lord, we thank you that uh, he saved even the most vile, even that thief on the cross. Um, when that thief put his trust um, in you. And so, Lord, today we're, uh, we're humbled by that kind of um, work that the Lord Jesus has done. We are in awe that he took all of your wrath that we deserve. And, uh, Lord, forgive us when we um, believe that we deserve um, better than we're getting. Truly, it uh, could be said that we uh, are always getting what's gracious and what's merciful um, from you. And, Lord, we're, 
we need to be reminded of that. And so, Lord, uh, help us if we complain or if we um, think that we are not getting enough. But truly, Lord, uh, we're getting far better than we deserve, and we want to confess that before you. We thank you that uh, the finished work, um, the work was finished in the, by the Lord Jesus on the cross. And that because of that, we have so much to look forward to, so much to be excited about, uh, so much joy ahead. So we do pray that you would fix our eyes on not on what's seen, but what's unseen. And Father, we thank you that um, we are closer now than we've ever been. We thank you for 2021. We commit this year to you um, that's coming. We pray that our eyes and our hearts and our minds would be fixed on the Lord Jesus and your substitutionary death would uh, continually be what we meditate on day and night that we may observe to do according to all that's written in your word. And um, then you'll give us um, prosperity and success, not physically, but spiritually, uh, so that we could bring you greater glory. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.